Welcome everybody to Disney World A to Z. This is the podcast for all things Walt Disney World from A to Z. We'll take you through the magic alphabetically. I'm your host, Emma. So this week we are on the letter H and H is for hungry. If you are not hungry yet, you probably will be after listening to this episode. Just a warning, maybe you should go get yourself a snack or a cup of coffee or a nice beverage because this week's episode we're going to be talking about food and wine festival at Epcot. It is that time of the year. The festival has already been going since August and it'll run through November 23rd. So this happens every year at Epcot and there are lots of different booths with special offerings all around World Showcase and in Future World as well. Of course, Epcot these days has just become festival center. You have Flower and Garden, you have the Holiday um, Festival, you have Festival of the Arts, but the one that started it all is Food and Wine, so that's that's the one I always think of. Fall is just such a magical time to go to Disney because you can catch Food and Wine, but then also there's Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party over at the Magic Kingdom and all the Halloween decorations out there. I was just editing a video from our trip last October um, from the Magic Kingdom and all the pumpkins on Main Street, even if you're not going during you know, Mickey's not so scary. It's still such a fun experience with all the orange and all the kind of spooky vibes. Today, we're talking Epcot and food and wine. So I have the menus pulled up here and I've just been looking through them. They have some new booths this year. Uh, It feels like they have some new booths every year um, that sound kind of intriguing. So I thought we would chat through it. We're probably not going to get to every single one of them because that would be a very long podcast. But I did go through and pick out some of my favorites from past trips and some of the ones that I thought sounded most intriguing. So let's do it. I thought we would try to take our journey geographically. So we're going to start actually in Future World. There are a surprising number of um, booths uh, for food and wine in Future World. I feel like it used to be just a World Showcase thing and now it's just expanded. There's one thing called the Donut Box that is opening October 1st. So hasn't even opened yet. I don't know why it didn't open with the rest of the festival back in August. But this is, it looks like it's adjacent to the Test Track Cool Wash. So just off to the side um, by Test Track. So they have a sweet corn fritter with Fresno and red pepper jelly. Red pepper jelly. So I wonder if that's like hot and spicy. Uh, Strawberry dusted yeast donut holes. And then looking at the pictures and menu so far, this one made me laugh the most because it said black and white coffee cocktail garnished air quotes there with a fresh yeast donut with chocolate espresso bean crumbles so at if you look at the picture it's like a little you know glass with a giant donut surrounding it like that's not a garnish that's a full-size donut (laughs) stuck on top of a glass but it looks delicious they also have central 28 beer company boston cream donut ale Wow, donut ale. And then strawberry smoothie made with blue diamond, almond breeze, almond milk. So I'm not sure. Is that like almond, strawberry? That one's a little bit of a reach for a donut. Yes, surprisingly, there are just the two uh, donuts, the corn fritter and the yeast donut holes. And then, of course, you have the cocktail garnished (laughs) with a full donut. But, um, yeah, I think that's fun. They could get even more creative with that because there are so many possibilities when it comes to donuts. But if we hop over to the other side of Future World, I feel like that's where most of the food and wine uh, Future World action is concentrated over in Future World West, kind of um, between, you know, uh, the land and the Imagination Pavilion and Interventions, um, and especially along that walkway from, you know, the Imagination Pavilion to, like, the area between Canada and Showcase Plaza. Um, But back there, they have flavors from fire, Earth Eats, Active Eats, Coastal Eats, all the eats. Um, They also 
also have, these two are my favorite, the Chocolate Studio, the Cheese Studio, and the Wine and Dine Studio. So the Eats and the Studios are all in Future World West. Last year, we went to the Chocolate Studio and the Cheese Studio. It was a really fun area. It was along that walkway um, heading towards World Showcase. Um, and they had like really nice um, kind of a like wine trellis almost overhead. So it didn't exactly give shade. It, w- it wasn't like a total lack of shade, but it also wasn't full shade. That's one of my biggest complaints about food and wine is that it is so hard to find a shady spot to sit and eat or even just stand and eat. They do have like the standing tables, but often they seem, it seems like they're kind of full. Um, but yeah, the, that area by the chocolate and cheese studio, it felt like they had plenty of areas to, um, you know, stand and with like a table to just put your food down for a second. Um, and it was just really pretty, the the decorations with the, the kind of wine and chocolate theme. So our favorite had to be the cheese studio. I think it had the best item um, of the trip because my brother Dart originally ordered it, but then we each, we all wanted to try a bite of it. And then we just all had to go back and get, get one for ourselves because it was so delicious. It was the maple bourbon cheesecake with maple bourbon cream, caramel, and pecan crunch for $4.50. Oh my gosh. It was so good. It was just creamy and like the, your your dream cheesecake situation is what it was like sweet but not too sweet and like with the little crunch from the pecans and caramel on top oh my goodness I'm making myself hungry right now the other things on the menu sound intriguing too though they had a black th- this year they have a black pepper boursin souffle with fig marmalade also a braised beef stroganoff with tiny egg noodles wild mushrooms and boursin garlic and fine herbs cheese sauce that's five fifty and the boursin and souffle is five dollars that's about typical for um, most of these uh, food and wine things. They're usually between like four and six dollars. Although if it's like a fancier thing, it might be like closer to ten. And of course, if you get into the alcoholic beverages, those could be more expensive. This is going to be more of a food centric um, episode, food centric food and wine review uh, roundup because I'm more of a foodie. I don't drink a whole lot, so. <laughs> If I'm skipping out on the drinks, I do apologize. What do they have at Cheese Studio? Let's see. Florida Orange Grove's Winery Sparkling Blueberry Wine, uh, La Crema Pinot Gris, Monterey, Domaine Saint-André de Figuere Rosé, <laughs> and an Alta Vista Estate Malbec. So um, that you can get to go with your your cheese uh, dishes. And then the chocolate studio is right there too. And last year, I tried the dark chocolate raspberry tart with whipped cream. They do have that again. I really liked they had like a little sort of painting mural uh, in that area. And it had like the raspberry um, tart and the cheesecake and like one other dessert. It was just fun because like you could take your cheesecake and take a picture of it with its painting. <laughs> um, I think they had like a photo out there too that was like a sort of fake wine vat or like grape barrel that you could like pretend to be stomping in like isn't there an I love Lucy scene kind of like that I think um that was just a fun area and those were both good desserts although I think the um the cheesecake one over the raspberry tart I would have to say although they were both beautiful um they're such uh you always have to grab a photo you know <laughs> of your food before you eat it at food and wine because it's all so pretty all right, let's find the map here. So we should head into World Showcase now. If we head into Showcase Plaza, there are also a ton of booths in that area. You have Hawaii. 
shimmering sips. I was just looking at this menu. It looks really fun. It's a mimosa bar. So see, I said there wouldn't be alcohol, but we'll we'll review the mimosas because they all sound so fruity and delicious. There's a tropical mimosa with sparkling wine and passion fruit, orange and guava juices. That sounds delicious. Uh, Key lime mimosa, key lime sparkling wine and cranberry juice. Blood orange mimosa, sparkling wine and blood orange juice. Frozen mimosa featuring white claw, natural lime hard seltzer. Uh, and then various champagnes. And then they do have some um, sort of ice creamy things too. They have a banana almond soft serve sundae with uh, almond milk, fresh berries, and chocolate almond, almond streusel. They do have a cheesecake trio here. Raspberry chocolate and New York style cheesecake bites for $5. Although, see, I bet it's not as good as that cheese studio cheesecake and then they have shimmering strawberry soft serve in a waffle cone you know i think that the shimmering studio is uh kind of where the pineapple promenade is at um flower and garden and that is of course where the uh iconic violet lemonade is uh food and wine doesn't really have its own uh violet lemonade I feel like like there's nothing quite as like iconic and, and like a cult favorite that that pops to mind uh, at Food and Wine. I feel like they need to fill that gap, you know, <laughs> but maybe one of these mimosas will fill that, that gap. I wish I could try them. They sound delicious. The mimosas are about six dollars each. It looks like actually here I should look at a picture of them. I bet they're photo. I bet they're Instagram worthy. Whoa, this banana almond soft serve sundae looks quite intriguing. Oh my gosh. The shimmering strawberry soft serve is in this like mini cone with like uh, sprinkles around the edge. That looks adorable. That's so cute. Oh, they've got a cute little card with a logo. I do love all the booths. They're just so cute at Food and Wine. And I think it's the same like little houses that they use for like, you know, the other Festival of the Arts and um, Flower and Garden as well. But they're all just adorable when you walk around. Um, and even when you're not ordering something from them, it's like you stop and admire the little, the Greek one is always so cute. It's like a white house, you know, from Greece. They're just very, very, uh, beautifully themed as, as usual for Disney. So let's see, uh, in that showcase plaza, we also have Australia, Thailand, Hawaii, Islands of the Caribbean. That's another one that's so cute. I think it's like blue with like a little pink roof or something like that. Um, and then we walk through to Mexico. There's a Mexico marketplace. This one is new. It sounds very intriguing. This next one. It's an Alps uh, booth. It's right outside Norway, though. And the Alps are not in Norway. Like, I feel like I, maybe they couldn't uh, sandwich it in between Italy and Germany because that's where Switzerland should be. In fact, there's that little uh, train set between Italy and Germany. I feel like that's the mini Switzerland pavilion because it's just the perfect spot. And, um, you know, it just looks so sort of Swiss and European. But I guess uh, Norway was where they could fit in this uh, this booth. This was fun to read about because my family actually just got back from a trip to Switzerland, uh, the real Switzerland, <laughs> this, um, this summer, which was super fun. I've been editing my vlogs for that over on my YouTube channel, um, which has been really fun to just kind of relive it because we had an amazing time. But yes, here uh, at the Epcot version of Switzerland at the Alps, uh, they have warm raclette Swiss cheese with baby potatoes, cornichons, and baguette, which this is fun to see because raclette is a huge thing in Switzerland. They have like these mini raclette, raclette like 
toasting pans, frying pans. And it was fun when we went into like the grocery stores to see in the cheese section, like they so much raclette. Like obviously people go and buy it like pre-sliced raclette and like this kind of raclette and that kind. Um, and they sold those little sort of raclette frying pans all over the place too. Um, so we did try, a, we had, um, it wasn't raclette, but it was fondue. Uh, a pot of fondue, which was really, really delicious. Um, and we actually, it did come with potatoes and cornichons. Th- those are the mini pickles uh, to dip in the fondue. So this is, I can confirm, this is pretty authentic. Uh, let's see. They also have venison stew with crushed potatoes at the Alps booth. And they have a blueberry and almond frangipan tart with creme fresh cream and almonds. That's four fifty. And then let's see what beverages they have. Domaine Carel et Fille Eugenie Jean Blanc. See, you know what? They need a French beverage, a German beverage, and an Italian beverage because Switzerland is, of course, surrounded by Italy, Germany, and France. And so it's fun how, like, depending on where you are, they're speaking a different language. And where, oh, where was it? It was in Zermatt near the Matterhorn. Um, the real Matterhorn, not Disneyland's Matterhorn. Uh, it was so exciting to see the real Matterhorn. But in um, the grocery store there, things were like the butter and the milk. Like, like it said butter and milk in German, French, and Italian, which I thought was so great. Like there are three languages just on your dairy products. Um, let's see. They have a wine flight at the uh, at the Alps booth at Epcot. They have frozen rosé. Yes. Oh, now I'm so hungry and longing for Epcot food and wine. I'm not sure we're going to make it uh, to Disney World this fall. We, we usually do a fall trip because it's such a fun time of year. But just getting back from Switzerland... And just having a busy autumn, I'm not sure we're going to be able to make it happen this year. I'm just going to have to read the read the menus in Dream or, or maybe look up some recipes to try because I'm always tempted to do that. In fact, one uh, of my favorite recipes or Disney-inspired recipes that I cook in real life is butter chicken because uh, at uh, Sanaa, they have such delicious butter chicken there. So I've like been trying to perfect my own recipe. And uh, Epcot's Food and Wine does have an India booth. And I think we stopped there. Yeah, we stopped there last year um, and tried. I'm pretty sure I tried the korma chicken with cucumber, tomato salad, almonds, cashews, and cashews and warm naan bread. It was very delicious. I'm not sure it's actually as good as uh, the one I've been trying to perfect at home. And it's certainly not as good as Sanaa. It's really hard to beat the Sanaa butter chicken, to be honest. Um, although, of course, korma chicken isn't like the same as, as butter chicken. Um, but you also have at Epcot warm Indian bread with pickled garlic, mango salsa, and coriander pesto dips. You have madras red curry with roasted cauliflower, baby carrots, chickpeas, and basmati rice. And this I did try. They have a mango lassi, which was very delicious. Just a mango smoothie. You know what they should have is, um, oh, it's, they call it a turmeric latte. Like when you see it in America on menus, but I, I can't remember the Indian, uh, Hindi word for it now. Um, but I tried making it at home once. It's basically just like warm milk with turmeric in it. Um, but, uh, it's, it's really good. They should add that to the India menu at Epcot. Let's see. They also have a Godfather lager. Sula Shiraz Nashik. I'm assuming that's some kind of alcohol. I don't even know what that is. You can get the mango lassi with alcohol with Sumrus chai cream liquor in it. Yes. Oh, now I'm now I'm wishing for Indian food. Actually, I did make um, sag paneer, which is like a. Uh, I was gonna say Switzerland. I'm I'm internationally confused now. It's oh my gosh, why is my brain not working? <laughs> Spinach. 
it, it was an S word that my brain just couldn't locate for a minute. Sog paneer is spinach and has these paneer cheese cubes and lots of spices. And I actually made my own non bread. I used the recipe um, from the Great British Bake Off. It works really well. It was so delicious. So see, if you can't get to Epcot Food and Wine this year, you should definitely just look over the menus and be inspired and look up some recipes and try to recreate <laughs> recreate a dish for yourself. One dish uh, we recreated uh, one year was from, it was from an America pavilion, which sadly, I don't think they have this dish anymore. Oh gosh, what was the booth it was from? Hold on, I'm looking at the... Um, at the menu now it must have been hops and barley i'm pretty sure but it was a texas toast with uh pimento cheese and braised beef brisket i'm pretty sure oh my gosh that was so good that was another one where dark got it or athos got it and i had a bite and then i went straight back and got in line to get another one because it was so good and i was so sad when they didn't bring that back the next year yeah now they have um at, at Hops and Barley in the America Pavilion this year, they have a New Brunswick Slider, which is slow-braised beef brisket, pot roast style with horseradish cream and crispy fried onions on a potato roll with pickled vegetables on the side for $6, which is probably good, but I don't think it could be as good as that pimento cheese version. And then they, they this is, a I think, they, they've had in the past a New England lobster roll, warm lobster with fresh herb mayonnaise and griddled roll. They also have freshly baked carrot cake with cream cheese icing for $4.25. Lots of different beers, of course, at Hops and Barley. So we're making our way around World Showcase now. I hope you guys aren't getting tired. I know sometimes that's a long walk. You know what, though? Actually, I wanted to mention the Spain booth, and I think that's back. That one, they did fit into its sort of proper European location uh, near Italy and uh, Germany. So they have a charcuterie in a cone with imported Spanish meats, cheeses, and olives with a herb vinaigrette for $6.50. To be honest, the picture that I'm looking at of this doesn't look that impressive in person. It, it looks like kind of a small serving for the price. But this one, the paella, Hold on, what happened to the description? Spanish-style paella with botifara and roasted chicken for $5.50. This looks so delicious. In fact, now I want to look up a recipe for paella and try it. It has like peas in it and big uh, chunks of chicken. That looks really delicious. They also have a seafood salad with shrimp, bay scallops, mussels, extra virgin olive oil, white balsamic vinegar, and smoked paprika. Smoked paprika, that sounds fancy. <laughs> Uh, Athos always loves scallop dishes, so he always goes for the scallops. That's one dish I don't cu cook at home too often because uh, it is so smelly. The fish is just so smelly. Um, they have a wine trio here. I feel like those are fun. A wine flight for five fifty. Those are fun at the Epcot booths because then you can get like a little sampling of lots of different, uh, you know, a couple different um, beverages instead of just getting one. So as we're passing through Japan and Morocco, of course, both of those countries have special booths out during the festival i always am not as tempted by those booths mainly because japan and morocco both have you know sit down restaurants and counter service restaurants that are open all year round so it's like i know i can go to that anytime so i'm more motivated to stop at the more exclusive booths for example belgium which is just between morocco and france is always a must stop for me i just love everything on that menu the smell of the Belgian booth is so delicious because those waffles, oh my gosh, they smell so good. So they have a beer braised beef served with smoked Gouda mashed potatoes. The beef does not come with a waffle. Why did I think that came with a waffle? 
Maybe it never did, and I was just imagining that. These two others do come with waffles, though. You have a golden malted Belgian waffle with warm chocolate ganache and whipped cream, four twenty-five. You have also the golden malted Belgian waffle with berry compote and whipped cream. Oh, my goodness. They're both so good. That chocolate ganache is delicious, which, oh, my goodness. I just realized I meant to mention this back in Future World because I saw it on the map, and I'd never heard of it. Speaking of chocolate, they have something called the Chocolate Experience from Bean to the Bar, hosted by Ghirardelli. So this is actually located inside the land. It basically seems like a little Ghirardelli uh, pop-up shop. Um, but they did have some fun things. Like they had a melted chocolate beverage, which looked very intriguing. I think it looks cold. I don't think it's hot like hot chocolate, but I bet it's basically a melted chocolate bar. I bet it's really good. Although I bet they don't give samples because at the um, Ghirardelli shop in down, downtown Disney, I always do that in Disney Springs. Um, they have a really good Ghirardelli shop. Oh my gosh, all of those like uh, frozen beverages and ice cream are so, so good. But of course, then they also have like just chocolate bars and, and bonbons and all that on the other side of the shop. And if you go in, they're usually giving out free samples, like free uh, a free little square of Ghirardelli, which I'm betting they wouldn't give free samples at Food & Wine because all the dishes are small to start with. They're all sort of just tasters. You know, as I was looking over the map, I was thinking of one booth that I feel like they're missing, and they don't have a Korea booth, which I wonder if they do at one of the other, like maybe Flower and Garden. Um, I'll have to look this up. But lately, I've been watching a bunch of uh, different, like, Korean things that I've really been enjoying on Netflix. There's, um, it's called Historian, oh my gosh, why can't I remember the name of it? Rookie historian Gu Heerung. Um, and I, I like it. It's a little slow paced at times. But then again, there are moments that I'm like, wow, that was a really great twist. Or that was really cool. The costumes they wear, I think it's called hanbok, like traditional uh, Korean clothing. Oh my gosh, they're so beautiful. And then also, I've been watching some K-pop on YouTube. I was never into K-pop, but I kept hearing about BTS, and I finally looked them up, and I have to admit, I've kind of fallen in love with them. Don't roll your eyes at me. That is what my brothers did when I was telling them about it. I think they're super fun. Having discovered BTS, I've then been watching other Korean things, and there's this YouTube channel called Korean Gentlemen. In fact, I think they have two. Because it's these English guys, the British guys living in Korea who like talk about Korean food and different Korean things. Um, but oh, what's the other channel called? Jolly. Um, but they're both really good. And they were trying something called Korean egg toast, some egg drop toast. It looked incredible. It looked like it needed to be at Epcot Food and Wine. Like I'm surprised it's not at Epcot Food and Wine already. It looked like such an intriguing, I don't even know how to describe it, like toast, but like almost like fried toast with egg and cheese and other things involved it looks amazing i need to try it someday anyway getting back to actual booths at the real booths at the epcot food and wine festival you have france of course you have ireland i feel like those are two really popular ones this is new in canada it's called apple seed orchard and it looks like for the most part it's just ciders so it's more of a drink place rather than a snack place but they do have a really cute little um apple shaped popcorn it's not like a full bucket um but it's like a little apple uh container that i think you would 
be able to take home because I think it's like $10 for the, uh, yeah, at Caramel Apple Popcorn, $10. But it's fun that you would get a souvenir that you could take home. So yeah, there's an Appleseed Orchard wine bar. They do have a charcuterie and cheese plate featuring Maplewood Farm, Applejack, Brandy Barrel, aged maple syrup, and a whole bunch of different um, wines. And then the cider bar has a whole bunch of different ciders. So that sounds kind of fun. They have a cider flight, a beer flight, apple blossom sky. Wow. Fanta apple ginger beer, floodwall apple brandy, Burton's Maplewood Farm, Applejack brandy, barrel aged syrup, and mini marshmallows. (laughs) That's quite a mouthful. They do have a non-alcoholic beverage here, the frozen apple pie for $4. It looks like it's topped with an apple crumble. That looks really cute. So we've just about completed our journey around World Showcase Lagoon. There is also a proper Canada uh, food and wine booth. They have the Canadian cheddar cheese and bacon soup served with a pretzel roll for $5.25 if you don't want to have to go into Le Cellier. I think this is the same one as the one inside Le Cellier. The wild mushroom beef filet mignon with truffle butter sauce actually has Le Cellier in the title of it. That's $8.25. That sounds delicious. Now I want some beef filet mignon. So many delicious things at Epcot Food and Wine. It's always hard to narrow it down I like how they have those little um, passport booklets that you can pick up you know next to the park maps and they usually have pictures in them Um, and and uh, of course the full menus for all the booths so whenever we get to the park that's like the first thing we pick up and then we page through and try to mark off what we want to try so I hope you guys enjoyed this journey through uh, Epcot Food and Wine Festival 2019 Hopefully you have something delicious in the cupboard that you can eat after this so that you don't feel too hungry. I'll have to post some pictures of some of the food I've been talking about over on our Instagram, Disney World A to Z. If you're not following us yet over there, we're also on Facebook and Twitter. And of course, we have a Facebook group with lots of great community members answering questions. As always, thank you guys so much for listening, and I hope you have a magical day.